And welcome to another installment of Banker with a Beer, presented by Northwestern Bank. I'm Scott. Across the way is Jerry from Northwestern Bank. And by the way, we're coming to you from their River Prairie location in Altoona. That will be uh, very noteworthy here in a moment uh, with the guest we will have. But, uh, Jerry, how are things going? Great day, Scott. We are into spring. It is raining. It is green. It is lush. Uh, I think we're finally over the hump. Well, outstanding uh, times ahead of us with the summer season right around the corner. Of course, you got to have beverages to go along with that. We'll introduce the beverage, and we'll introduce the guest as well. As I said, we're, we're here at your River Prairie location. This is where we almost always, in fact, where we always record the podcast. Where else but, have you done this? Yeah. But, <laughs> But in many ways, when people are here around the River Prairie area, they, they notice the growth. Altoona is the, the furnace of growth in the Chippewa Valley the last uh, number of years. And we're bringing on a very familiar name and face when people are watching television in this area. Uh, somebody uh, tied in very much with some of that growth here in Altoona. Yeah, we're going to be talking to the stoker of that furnace today. So uh, Mike Golad, who's the Altoona City Administrator, is going to is our guest today. And I'm pleased that he's able to join us and uh, talk up the city a little bit, both in terms of what got us to where we are now and then also what you can do for a second act. And I mean, that's going to be pretty challenging, uh, just given where Altoona has gone, you know, has come from in the last, uh, say, a couple decades. But uh, while we're waiting for that, uh, we're going to be enjoying a beverage today, one I haven't had before, but it is Belgian. So I, I, my hopes are high just on that fact alone. So it's called Palm, P-A-L-M. It's a Belgian amber ale. So we'll be enjoying that. And as I'm pouring the beverages, I will let you bring Mike on board. Well, let's do exactly that. Uh, Mike, uh, again, your name is someone that's been very much synonymous with the, the growth we've had in this area the last number of years. But tell everybody a little bit about yourself, uh, where you come from, the story, and how you ended up in the current position you are in. Sure. I'm <clears throat> so I grew up in Superior um, and actually came down here for, for college for three years. And then I transferred to Madison and graduated with an economics degree and promptly upon graduating went to Alaska because I grew up as a outdoors person and always um, dreamt of the romance of the Alaska outdoors. And I certainly was not disappointed during my time up there. I worked first for the Bureau of Land Management <clears throat> as an outdoor rec planner, which was an, which really was as fun as it sounded. Uh, did a lot of uh, stuff in the mountains and on the in the rivers in Alaska, and at the same time, I got my master's degree at Fairbanks in natural resource economics. And uh, when I graduated, I got a job with the municipality, the municipality of Dutch Harbor, Alaska, which is famous for. Uh, uh, King crab, and the what's it? What's it called? The uh, what's the name of the series? The, uh, dangerous. Oh, oh dangerous jobs or whatever oh, that one. No, no. There's a there's a fishing one out yeah, there. Yeah, the that, fishing yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, I should know that anyway. Um, so uh, from there, <clears throat> I worked there for about six years and moved to uh, Washington State, where I was public works director for the city of Shelton, Washington. And then it was time to come home. We had two little kids. We wanted to be closer to family. And I was really lucky to um, 
be able to land the position with Altoona 16 years ago. And um, it's been a, a great job. Really, really enjoy it. Well, beverages have been poured, and uh, away we go here and see if uh, see if Jerry picked a winner. Yep, that's a that's good. That's good. It, it's kind of hard to um, not go well with a Belgian ale, so and that that's refreshing too, which uh, you're looking for when the the weather gets nice. Uh, of course, when you're talking weather getting nice, people will be out and about in the in Altoona. We've got Mike with us from Altoona. We're learning a little bit about the the background. Uh, now you've spent 16 years here in Altoona, but how did all of that previous experience, both in and out of municipal work? help guide you once you got to Altoona? Well, I, I had a, I guess I always say I, I had a good upbringing in the municipal world in as much as, you know, I think what makes uh, a city tick as much as anything is, is just good organizational structure and good leadership from council, which I've certainly enjoyed and uh, everyone understanding their roles and, um, you know, having good functional government. And my previous experience in the two municipalities, you know, taught me w what that means. And uh, so w when I arrived and I was then in, you know, in the administrator's position, I uh, understood what that was. And I think, um, you know, having that good functional government uh, is what leads to getting things done. And I think that Altoona City Council and staff and our citizens uh, have done really well in that regard. Mike, tell me a little bit about the relationship that you have with Mayor Brandon Pratt. I mean, you guys seem to, you know, like each other. I mean, it, it, when, when I see you at your events, I mean, you're talking, you're, you're in communication. I mean, uh, mm -hmm. to see that uh, connection that you, that, you, that you two share, I mean, it, it seems to be a friendship. And the cooperation that's happened is, is pretty pretty no. amazing these days. I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't say I like Brendan Pratt. I would say I love Brendan Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, he's, uh, he's um, well, f first and foremost, he's just uh, one of the kindest people I've ever met and just has his heart in the right place with regard to um, everything he does and everything he does for the community. And uh, he's been a, a, a great leader, uh, steady leader, very uh, knowledgeable and wise in his input, and uh, yeah, we we uh, frequently you'll see us walking down here at noon, going going around the loop, and then we get caught up. And um, yeah, he's he's provided excellent leadership uh, for the past many years in the city. I think he I think he got on council the year after I got here, so he's been on council for about fifteen years, and. I don't know how many years he's been mayor, like six or something like that. He's it's been a while. So so has I mean, as you're taking these walks and things, has the vision that you had or dreamt about in Altoona over that fifteen years, has it pretty much come to play and play out as you had envisioned it? Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting w when a lot of goes, a lot of work goes into planning something. Um, you really don't know how it's going to turn out until it's done, right? And um, I guess my, my measurement of that is really, I think, how the community's embraced it. I mean, you know, you come down on Wednesday nights and Monday nights in the summer, 
and there's a couple thousand people in the park, or you come to River Prairie Festival or the ginormous pumpkin festival, or even the passive use of the park, um, and the businesses that have invested here, including Northwestern Bank, um, you know, people people seem to have um, really embraced and fallen in love with, with the park in the area. And um, we have received a lot of uh, compliments over time, which of course feels good. So um, yeah, I think it was, I think it was an ambitious vision, um, but one that council stuck to. And um, I think it's, it's come to fruition in a, in a great way. Well, with that being said, I mean, a lot, we've talked, you know, on this show before about kind of the, the genesis of the River Prairie project and what's gone through, but we're at a different point right now. I, I just understood that the final parcel of land in River Prairie has been sold now. And with that kind of, I won't say closes this chapter a bit, but I mean, it's pretty much developed as it's going to be a developed. There's a few more buildings to be finished up there, but uh, it's pretty much is as it's going to be, correct? Um, that, that's right. I think we have one left, the one right next to River Prairie Center, which we're kind of holding on to in case we need it for another municipal use. But um, yeah, um, Woodman side, um, there's uh, and one other build, a couple buildings that are going to be built over there. But then, yeah, then it, River Prairie is going to be built out. It's um, pretty pretty amazing um you know for for years i thought of of you know when when are we going to be done and and we're finally getting there so um it's it's pretty pretty exciting um and it does kind of uh, mark the end of an era doesn't it um something that i've been working on since i've been here and council's been working on and staff and um i i, I am uh, i happy with the way it turned out mm-hmm. it was a great project so one would have to one would have to ask and jump right to it what what sort of is the next target now that was obviously where all eyes were at uh, for really the last decade both from the vision to when it first started to just a few buildings up to now so what are kind of the next targets for you guys yeah so you know at the same time as river Perry was happening um over the past probably 10 years, um, there's been incredible amount of infill happening in Altoona as well. Um, Hillcrest subdivision, um, you know, the stuff by the golf course, uh, Eau Claire Country Club. I mean, there, there's been any parcel of property that was within corporate city limits that um, was developable, including the odd lots. You know, everything's pretty well getting taken up. Um, to where we're at the point where really we're, we're looking at um, annexations. Um, we have to grow south and east, essentially, a um, little bit north, but um, that's that's where the attention will turn. The city did invest in 80 acres uh, uh, at the intersection of Double S and Highway 12, and we annexed that property in um, a few months ago. And... Um, we're master planning that, <clears throat> similar to how we master planned the northwest quadrant of River Prairie. Um, it's not going to be the same project as, as River Prairie. It's going to be more residential intensive, but there is going to be a significant public space component. It will have some mixed use. Um, 
but that's kind of the the next focus for the for the city along with those other uh, parcels of land that will um, be annexed in by private property owners now at this point there doesn't seem to be I, I heard of really no opposition to the city purchasing that property and, and moving out to the east. I know city of Eau Claire has had struggles now with they're looking to, to grow. Do you sense any pushback of as the city needs yeah. to continue to move out? Yeah, we're, we're, we're experiencing some growing pains. We're updating our comp plan right now and um, we're looking at the comp plan through a few different lenses, equity, uh, economic uh, viability um, and uh, what that means essentially is compact mixed-use development um, and that doesn't mean that we won't have some of the larger estate st style lots but you know especially like going to the east and north towards the red pine area there's are a lot of those uh type of lots and it's understandable that the people that live in that area with the city moving out to them you know they're it's going to change the aesthetic of of that area and traffic um so the, during the comp plan uh we, we heard that we heard that um there are some people that, uh, you know, are feeling that and aren't really excited about the city moving out beyond its its, its city limits. Um, you know, the 80 acres was kind of, in some regards, in a vacuum, right? It, it, there wasn't a lot around it. So that, I think, was more well-received. But um, the other thing is... Um, you know, we had uh, watering, uh, every other day w watering last year. We're going to have that again this year. Um, so we're a little bit behind on um, getting a couple wells in there in permitting right now. Um, hope to get those done by the end of the year, get those in and built. So, you know, it's it's not without its, its growing pains and challenges. Um, and, you know... Some people are also just worried about the general complexion of the community as a small town changing, you know? Well, what, well two questions here. First, before we move on, but I want to hold on to that thought. So with the water restrictions in Altoona, that's simply just a matter of capacity. I mean, obviously, there's enough water around here. But you just, the city had grew, has grown to the point where the existing infrastructure just isn't able to to handle everything at the same time if people want to water in the whole thing. Correct? Well, yeah, I, I mean, we, you know, our, and I should have these numbers off the top of my head, and I, I apologize for not having them, but, you know, we, the, the base amount of use during the winter, we, we've got plenty of redundancy. Um, but when people start watering, you know, it's like three or four times as much as it would normally be used some, something like that on that magnitude so it's at peaking during the summer that if we can just uh, flatten that out a little bit by people people can still water their lawns three times a week which is plenty plenty um, and yeah it's it's um, you know I understand th that people 
are upset by that, some people, and uh, that we definitely need to get our work done and get those wells in. But, uh, you know, uh, we, we've been working on getting those wells in for a couple of years now between trying to find a, a viable location, uh, getting the permitting done, and then in the case of that, one of the places uh, is on that 80 acres. We have to get the water and sewer extended out there, which along Highway 12, it's a challenging project. So, and that, that's not making an excuse. We, we need to get it done and we need to uh, get back to where we have plenty of uh, water during the summer as well. Given the growth of Altoona, and I know we just had a census here, what's the best guest estimate of what the city's population is now? It's about, uh, I think it's about 8,600. We, we were the fastest for the census between 2010 and 2020. We were the fastest growing city by population in, in the state. And is that, and that's prior to, I just know that just from our location here, there's with the, 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 the fair, the fairway apartments and yeah. the one that, um, Tom Toy is building yes. here by wo yeah. women's and, you know, so I, I guess it's not, it, it looks as though that Altoona is kind of knocking on the door of being a community of 10,000 people here in the next five years or maybe yeah. less than that. Yeah. I, I think that, that could be. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but I know another thing that's come up, though, that I, I find interesting is kind of refocusing. You know, obviously, um, River Prairie has taken a lot of time and effort, and it's probably the crown jewel of the community. But then the development along Highway 12, um, uh, the uh, manufacturing is happening also further out on, on Highway 12. Um, but now I think I, I hear that you're looking at redeveloping kind of Altoona's downtown. Yeah, and I know there's. I've heard uh, the shipping containers and containers up. What's that all about? Yeah, that's that's actually really really exciting. So, you know, the the problem with Altoona's downtown is that we just don't have any buildings, right? I, I mean, there's a lot of, um, especially rural communities that have uh, a lot of vacant buildings in their downtown in their traditional downtown. Well, Altoona's downtown just doesn't have a lot of those, so. Um, it had always been a, a goal and in our comp plan and in our strategic planning to uh, invest in downtown and, and try to revitalize it. Uh, we're, we're really lucky that two amazing businesses, um, Nostalgic Bean and, and Rumps, invested in the past several years and proven that we can do really well in downtown Altoona. Um, so there, we, we took the initiative to um, buy a couple of really old, horrible buildings down there that were very decrepit. And um, uh, when uh, this opportunity came up for, it's called, I think it's Neighborhood Investment Fund Grant, um, came up, it's COVID money, federal COVID money. Um, uh, the, the goal of that money was to help populations disproportionately impacted by, by COVID to also uh, reinvigorate downtowns and to prov provide uh, quality public spaces. So we thought, hey, you know, uh, we need buildings downtown. Um, we can help uh, startups with basically zero uh, barrier to entry. And we can create a really, really cool place in downtown Eltoon and get, get people down there. So. 
uh, yeah, we partnered with a, a company called Containers Up out of Milwaukee who builds these and uh, really, really excited that uh, we think it'll change the complexion of, of downtown. I had an opportunity to see a similar tripe set up uh, in actually Las Vegas by downtown Las Vegas. Yes. And I think the person who uh, is notorious now but uh, uh, started up uh, Zappos Shoes created this container park area right on the edge of, of downtown Las Vegas, and it's really cool. Yeah. Uh, and so it's kind of, it, I don't know if people, it's, it almost looks a little bit like, um, I won't say like an erector set, but how these uh, containers are, are arranged, but yet the insides of these things are anything from being very rustic to being very trimmed out, and it's like, it's just this creative space that people... Uh, there, there are little restaurants, there's little bars, there's uh, retail, um, and there's a lot of ability for, uh, like I'll say, incubator businesses to start in and right. try it. And if they don't do well, someone else can be in there in two weeks or even a few days. Sure. And uh, it, it's this very organic situation, uh, but also this very fun environment. Yeah. And getting the right mix of businesses down there is going to be critical to, you know, one of the goals is that we hope to um, activate that space year round. So the kind of people, the kind of uh, businesses uh, that go in there is going to really drive, you know, how many people come down there and when they come down there. But we're going to have one thing we're going to do is is I think the city's going to operate a beer garden out of there. and we'll partner with nonprofits to help raise money f- in the community um, on those sales. Um, we'll have two micro retail spaces, two restaurants, um, a, a bar that actually sells liquor as well, um, a, a stage, and then some bathrooms um, and a coffee shop. So, you know, it's you went to Las Vegas, which is probably the one. There's another one in Austin. There's several of them, but you know, Vegas is a big example, obviously, but and one of the first. But uh, uh, clearly, it's not going to be that scale. But it, it's it's going to be. I think it's going to be a good regional draw, and it's going to be fun, and we'll be able to activate space and uh, have a lot of fun down there. Well, I think this, uh, <clears throat> you know, the, the discussion of downtown kind of plays into this next question here. One of the things that people have noted about Altoon is you guys have not been afraid to take big swings. Again, River Prairie, I think this is a, a, a big swing as well. You, if, if you're going to if you're going to grow, you gotta you gotta try some things. What are some dream wants that you have though for Altoona? And even if they're just maybe just out of reach or whatever but dream wants you'd want for the community within some reason, you know, a sure. space, space elevator ain't happening anytime soon, sure. but, but something that maybe is just a little bit beyond our reach right now, but you'd still want it. Well, I, I think t- two things, you know, I, I sit on the, and have for many, many years on the board of Visit Eau Claire, which by the way, uh, is a, an amazing organization and Benny's doing a great job over there and his staff, uh, just really fun to work with, but you know we're we're getting that entertainment venue in the San Sonatig Center, but it, it we we still need that convention center, you know where uh, we're missing that part of the market with regard to bringing people in here, where we could do things all winter and um, you know some of those off seasons where we uh, could get more uh, tourism 
hear more travelers. Uh, so that that's something that um, you know it has been identified. I think the first year I got here, um, we talked about that. So it, that's been something that's been going on for years. The other the other thing I think that we would really benefit from, and it, it, people have talked about it uh, over the years, and they're d doing something in Halley uh, similar, but a, a, a big year-round sports facility I think would would kill it here and would be again drive those visitors give uh, our uh, student athletes and others uh, opportun more opportunities to to play year-round um, you know they, they have some of those in the Dells and uh, over in Rockford those are those are big draws and, and get a lot of people so you know Altoona's brand, you're right, we, we swing for the fence. Um, and we we always look at quality of life amenities and where people can have fun. So I think those are two two opportunities. Um, you know, it's funny what you say, swing for the fence. The, that's exactly how uh, Roy Atkinson and I, the assistant city uh uh, administrator who put together that grant that's what we said we said well we're going to swing for the fences people are going to laugh and say it's a silly idea or they're going to say this is awesome and we're, we're grateful that they uh, thought it was awesome and and we got we got that funding so mike how is it or i don't want to want to create controversy here if there is none but is i mean i'll say I'll say old Altoona and new Altoona, but is there a contingent of folks who, you know, are kind of longing for the day when Altoona was just kind of as it was, as opposed to all this new development that's had occurred around it? I mean, a apartment dweller in River Prairie is probably a lot different than a, a family that has been you know, two blocks away from the high school for the <coughs> last 25 years. Are there is there any conflict that way, or is it pretty much people are really excited about where the community is going? Um, in, t in today's world where controversies everywhere, th th I, one of the amazing things that, that I've noticed is really Altoona has done this development with very, at least as far as I'm hearing, very little uh, negative issues with the, within the community at all. Well, I, you know, I, I think that in any community where growth is happening, quickly um there are going to be some people understandably that um have some concerns um especially if uh you know they've lived here for some time um so i i wouldn't say that um we're not without that perspective in our our community and like i told you earlier we've heard some of that through the comp plan um meetings um but I, I will say that that generally, um, in my tenure here, uh, the community's been pretty supportive, uh, very supportive, I, I would say. And, um, you know, council is committed to uh, providing nice amenities for everyone in the community to, to enjoy, whether that's bike paths, whether it's events, whether it's the, the concerts in the summer, um, you know, 
we're going to now it's time to invest in downtown. I think that's helpful. We built a um, new event center um, at uh, 10th Street Park, which, you know, is more like a community center rather than River Prairie, which is an event center, um, you know, cheaper to rent. And so we're trying, you know, council has been mindful of of that at least perceived dichotomy and, you know, has invested in, you know, continued to invest in the roads in downtown. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think that be uh, blind if, if you didn't think that there was some of that, but generally uh, it's been a very supportive community since I've been here and I'm grateful for that. What I found really um I'll say amazing is the development has occurred on all different levels. You have residential, so you, and you've got different types. You have apartments, you have multifamily, you have single family, you have retail, of course. You have manufacturing with Kurt Manufacturing, all you've done out there. Uh, you've had parkland developed. You've had, I mean, in in the time that that you've been in involved, Mike, I mean, literally, you've pretty much taken every portion of the city, every need portion of the city and multiplied it and sometimes you know especially in apartments probably 50 fold uh you've got to have a lot of pride with that i mean it's, it's a pretty impressive what's happened to altoona in the last two decades yeah i mean what do they say timing is everything right um and of course a lot of hard work has come from it but i, I really did arrive here i arrived here in 2006 just as highway 53 was being completed and we had this beautiful interchange here with this this vacant property. And, um, you know, I, I asked during my interview, I said, well, how will the success of the new city administrator be measured? And they said, well, River Prairie is, is a big thing we've got going on right, right now. And, you know, it wasn't always easy. I mean, that property sat vacant for many years. We had a lot of fits and starts. We had a lot of people interested. We we sold it. We bought it. Bought back the northwestern quadrant. We almost de uh, declared the TID uh, distressed. Uh, you know, 2008 ca came and went. Um, so, yeah, I I am uh, proud of of council and and all of our staff because it you know there's it does represent a, an enormous amount of work um, by by everyone involved. So, um, yeah, I, I'm feel very uh, fortunate and blessed to have been able to be a, a part of it. I think that's, uh, I think as we wind this thing down here, and uh, I'll have one more question in a moment, I think that's something that, because we've seen River Prairie now for the last number of years, and we almost can, we, we, we're, we're not quite there yet, but we're getting close to the point <clears> where we can't remember the area without it. But, yeah, there was many, many years where there was nothing there, and a lot of people, every, everybody naturally becomes a naysayer going, nothing's going to go there, and then now you look at it, and everybody has hopped on the bandwagon and said, well, I told you it was going to be a success. That being said, whether it's there, whether it's somewhere else, whether it's somewhere just in the whole Chippewa Valley because you don't have to pay tolls to go town to town, some of your favorite spots in the area to go? Well, you, you'll always find me out in the rural areas in the woods. I mean, that's that's my happy place. Um, I'm like 
you know, like I said, I moved to Alaska uh, because I I love the adventure and there's a lot of good adventures to to be had around here. Um, of course, you'll find me at River Prairie Park a lot uh, in the summer. I try to make it down there for most of the concert nights. I really enjoy that. It's really relaxing. And it's also, um, it's also rewarding to see the people enjoying the park and enjoying the area. I mean, it, it you know, you say, you know, am I proud? Well, that's what gives me a sense of pride is when I see people enjoying the, the, the amenities down there. So, Well, that's great. Well, Mike, thank you sir, very much for joining us. I think uh, Altoona is certainly on a roll. It's, um, it's our adoptive hometown here for uh, Northwestern Bank in uh, the Chippewa Valley, at least as far as, uh, you know, Clare County. And so we greatly appreciate your joining us today and all you've done for the city. Uh, Scott, any final words? Nope. Outstanding beverage. Outstanding crest <laughs> and outstanding beverage. Excellent. Well, thank you so very much. You've been listening to Banker with a Beer. Have a great day.